You're listening to Here and Now Podcast, the show that brings you all things faith, hearing loss, and lifestyle. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Here and Now Podcast. I'm so excited you guys decided to join me this week because I have a very special friend on today. Hi. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. I am so happy that we were like connecting and then I'm like, let's just have you on my show. Like, let's just do it. This is fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story because it's really, really cool. And you can probably tell, I think, working title of this episode. <laughs> Wall Street to working from home. So um, I'm super excited for you guys to hear her story. Make sure you guys check out all the links in the show notes below because it will be jam packed with lots of information and stuff for you guys. So, so many goodies. So many good things. I'm super excited. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and we'll just jump into some things. Absolutely. So hi, everybody. Uh, my name's Sierra Lene. And I am a business strategist. So for the last two years, I've been a full-time entrepreneur. But as you can tell from the working title, I did not start out that way. Mm-hmm. So where to start with the backstory? <laughs> to exactly. kind of walk, to walk you guys through it. So I actually went to college. It was the first in my family to get a bachelor's degree. Um, they didn't have the one that I wanted, so I created my own. That's <laughs> so pretty cool. I actually, ha- I actually have three minors instead of a major, so it's an interdisciplinary degree, okay, but yeah. I have uh, business management, advertising, and public relations, and then women's ministry is in there too. Because for me, I am it's it's kind of hard for some people to realize sometimes, but I'm actually like a Christian feminist mm-hmm. and people are like, how does that work? I'm just like, <laughs> well, if you look at the Bible, it's actually in there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's actually in there. Um, so for me, it's been a crazy journey. When I first graduated from college, I expected to go into conferences and conference work because I absolutely love events. There's so many amazing things that have always happened for me when it comes to events, whether it's like being a camp counselor or whether it's a concert or whether it was an actual conference. I loved being behind the scenes. I loved being part of the strategy of it. I loved the amazing things that people could get out of an event and an experience and how it could actually change people's lives. So I thought I was going to go that way. Um, But while I was in college, working all the part-time jobs while (laughs) taking 15 credit hours, um, yeah, 15 credit hours and two part-time jobs and an internship my last year, like (laughs) it was pretty intense. Um, Sometimes I will not lie, like looking back, I'm just like, I was so productive. How was I that productive? And right now yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm not able to get as much done, but I feel like I know more. Like how, how does that no, work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's literally because I don't think I gave myself any time to breathe or play That's or so anything. True. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a little bit more of a robot then. Um, I wasn't doing much of the thinking for myself at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Really just following exactly what I thought I was supposed to do because I was the oldest in my family, always been the person who got um, an A instead of a B. I was, I graduated with honors. 
um, from high school, six out of my class. Um, and then so getting through college, being the first of my family to do that, um, I actually ended up in sales, hmm. which is not where I wanted to be um, yeah. really at all. But by I got promoted into sales with a call center job that I had. Hmm. And then once you're in sales, nobody wants you to do anything else because they're like, Ooh, we like salespeople. Come make us come make money for us. No, seriously. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, I can do so many other things, but all that recruiters were reaching out to me for uh, via LinkedIn and like all the opportunities that I found that I most closely matched with my experience because we all know that struggle. <laughs> yeah. How do I actually get the experience if no one will hire me without the, ex how? It doesn't, um, it doesn't make any sense at, at all. <laughs> right. So I ended up just following sales and following sales and following sales. Um, after college, I didn't know what my next step was. So I actually took a year off, uh, mm -hmm. went back to Florida, um, which is where I grew up. And ended up connecting with an old flame and we decided that we were going to get married. Mm. Um, and then after about eight months um, of being engaged, we were, I think we were six months for t until the wedding was supposed to happen. And it was like this giant wake up call of he ended up using the Bible to justify marital rape. Oh my gosh. Wow. And he, it was a very abusive situation mentally, psychologically. It had a lot of tells of becoming physically abusive later on, mm -hmm. but the wear that it was having on me, I became a shell of who I used to be. Mm -hmm. And I was putting all of my, my dreams and everything that I had worked for aside in order to make this relationship work because I felt like it was supposed to. And once that one piece happened, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And mm -hmm. I called off the wedding and decided to go find myself at my yeah. grandparents' summer home. I was like, I've got, I've got to get out of here. I cannot yeah. keep doing this. Um, ended up on the phone with a friend from college and she was like, hey, like we're going to New York. And I was like, I'm planning on going to New York. That was my original plan was go to New York and get like this amazing job. And so it happened very, very quick, um, actually by the day that I was supposed to get married, which I now actually celebrate every year as my wow. personal independence day. Um, but amazing. by my personal independence day, which was August or October 25th, I was in New York. Oh my gosh. Wow. And, um, I ended up getting, a, once we have finished, we went up there for like a visit to just kind of double check of all the places that we, the place we were going to stay and everything. Um, by the 1st of November, we were physically in New York with all of our stuff. And within 18 days, I had a job. Oh my gosh. So like <laughs> things were moving forward and things were really starting to work out. Um, I stayed in that one sales job uh, for about a year, which was extremely like weird because the mm -hmm. turnover in sales jobs were so high. It's usually around three to four months. It's mm -hmm. almost the same as the service industry of mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very, yeah. very short. Yeah. Uh, but in that job, I actually was teaching small business owners about their online presence. How does your website and SEO connect to Facebook? How does mm -hmm. photos and sh actually showing people what you can do, how does that actually 
get you new jobs? How, do, how does all of that work? And I fell back in love with the online world and mm-hmm. just started learning all that I could so that I could reteach people like what they needed to know in order to be able to use the product that I was selling. Um, so fell back in love with the industry, ended up having to leave that job because it was very toxic. Um, worked my way up to Wall Street by the time I was 25. Oh, wow. And then uh, it's always impressive when I say that, like it kind of happened on accident because I needed to get out of the other job. And then um, I put out my feelers to some of the recruiters who had been reaching out to me on LinkedIn and somebody had a position. And within a week, I was on Wall Street. And I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was very much a, hey, look, Ma, I made it kind of moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because of everything that I'd ever worked for. And the probably the biggest not the biggest definitely not the biggest but one of my heartbreak moments was when i was there for about two months and was finally like about to start really doing the job because they took like a whole month and a half to just train you on how to do things oh wow i finally get to the the sales floor and like this is it this is wall street it doesn't get better than this and day one something ridiculously toxic happens and i was like Oh no. Oh my gosh. So I continued to work there. It was about another year before I decided that I was officially going to be out the door. Um, but it was just one of those crushing things of everything that I had ever worked for, all of the time and effort I put into my degree, all of the time and effort that I put into my high school and extracurriculars and everything that I had done was to get me to this point. And then I took a look around at what was supposed to be the top of the mountain and I hated everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I started looking at, and this was a very progressive company. So they had a lot of women in positions of prominence and positions Mm -hmm. of power. And I looked at their lifestyles and the things that they had to do in order to quote, keep up with the boys because so much more is expected of women in the corporate world especially when you get into like the young adult age and like everyone's trying to figure out like so what are your you know plans for your family Mm. and so it's something that is in recruiters minds it's something that is in the hiring manager's minds of when do you plan to get married are you planning on having any kids how is that going to affect like your work life should we hire you because you're a girl? Like that kind of rhetoric is in their head. Yeah. And like it comes out through the things that they say to you. It comes out through like the things that you're expected to do at work. And so it just, all of that was frustrating. And then for me, the two things that I knew that I was supposed to do was to travel and to speak. And Mm -hmm. for me, I was doing the speaking part because I was educating people and I was actually listening to their problems. I was helping them find solutions. So for me, that part was kind of filled, but the travel piece, well, not so much. Because if if you get into a company that has both vacation time and sick time, usually you have to save all of your vacation time in order to go home and see your family. Most people who end up on Wall Street did, were not born in New York. Mm-hmm. So you have to save that for holidays. Got to save yeah. that for family time. Because otherwise, like, I do not want to get that phone call from my mother. Excuse me. No. Um, <laughs> so it became very much of a struggle of 
everything that I'd ever worked for and I don't want it. How do I explain to people the fact that I actually hate my life? Mm. And it became a very depressive place for me. And I just kept trying to work through it and work through it and work through it. I ended up becoming very much of a workaholic thinking that if I could just get to the next stage, if I could just get to the next job, if I could just get to this, all that I have to do is put on my blinders and dig in and work harder. It made it worse Mm. because I wasn't having any fun. I wasn't able to actually even enjoy the fact that I was still living in New York after two years. What it was just all about work. It was all about how to get to the next stage and I wasn't able to enjoy any of it it finally came to the breaking point when some toxic things started happening with friends and my living situation at the time um just because I was a toxic person at that time and I didn't even realize that I had become so toxic and I had never quite healed some of the wounds and the scars from my abusive relationship which bleeds into everything oh yeah and so it just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I, I've got to stop. I, I have got to get away from literally all of it. So I decided, what if I just take some time off, go back to live in my parents' house? Because they had always made that an option for me. You can yeah. always come back home. You can always come back home. And for me at the time, I couldn't see another way out. And so I was about to figure out how to resign like, how in the world do you resign from Wall Street? When I found <laughs> out that my head was actually on the chopping block because in the sales community, if your numbers are just not there, we no longer have an use for you. End of mm-hmm. story. So it was a toxic environment to begin with. Someone was getting fired every single month. Oh and gosh. so it just ended up being my turn. And I was like, you know what? I will let you pay me to leave. I I will allow this to happen, seeing as I'm planning on leaving anyways. (laughs) Give me that unemployment money, please. (laughs) Give me the severance pay. I'll take it. Um, So I was actually able to leave and I was happy about it. I was so happy about the fact that I was getting the chance to, to take a step back and figure my life out again. I think the email that I sent everybody on the floor to say goodbye was so long and thanks for all the fish from the hitchhikers. Oh my gosh. I, I'm 100% a nerd and a weirdo and I love that about me. So, <laughs> um, so like that was the first time that I was able to say that I was happy in over a year. Yeah. And the fact that I was leaving Wall Street and I was just like, Started to feel a little bit of pressure because I was like, how do I top this? Like, what do I do now? Because I was the first one of my family to leave the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one of my family to get a degree. I'm the first one of my family to make a life for myself outside of the family unit. What do I do now? Yeah. Because especially like, I mean, I this probably is true everywhere, but especially in the Southern Baptist community that I grew mm-hmm. up in, appearances are very important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my parents welcomed me back home. They're like, yeah, go ahead, take a couple months, figure things out. Um, and then I started figuring out, all right, remote jobs. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to write. I want to be able to speak. Let's figure out what I can do. And then I came across 
some I think it was like the bucket list bombshells or something oh and, yeah uh they were like teaching you how to start your own business online and I was like ooh, <laughs> setting my own rules and schedule I like this idea <laughs> so I really just completely dedicated myself to the process mm-hmm. and within I think maybe three months I had started my own business oh wow um I started as a brand and web designer uh mm-hmm. kind of really digging into some of my roots with my, um, my advertising and my public relations. Um, definitely with, you know, the business management in there too, like reaching back to my roots. I was like so excited about it. (laughs) It was not even a few months before I realized that what people really needed help with was the strategy behind it all. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, having a beautiful brand presence is important, but more important is your entire online presence. So back to that sales job that I'd had, I was like, there is so much more that I need to be teaching these people in mm-hmm. order for them to actually see success. So I started pivoting at that point. Um, and that's when I started building the build a biz method. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it sounds like build a bear on person on purpose <laughs> because it's QC and it's fun and that's who I am. Um, <laughs> I love it. So I started building it at that point, started developing, started testing it and to where it is now, where it's the six step process to go from zero business concept to paying clients in six months or less. Mm-hmm. And so really I've, all that I've focused on in the last two years was private clients and really building, developing this, make, testing it, making sure that like it actually gets people to the $5,000 mark mm-hmm. of, and that's who I really consider to be biz babies and who I really serve is if you haven't made $5,000 a month in your business yet, we've got to get you to that point before we can start thinking about advanced launch strategies. We've got to get right. you to that point before we can start thinking about comfortably being able to outsource and hire and, and grow things to bigger things. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're at the $5,000 a month mark, that's when you can retire yourself about, depending on mm-hmm. obviously <laughs> your own personal expenses. Yes. But that's about the point when you can take things full time. Right. So... Yeah, that's where I've been for the last two years. Um, and then, did you want me to go ahead yeah. with COVID oh, <laughs> and what happened this year? Goodness gracious. <laughs> what even happened this year? <laughs> oh, I think I posted on Instagram like yesterday. There was a hailstorm that happened in August in Florida. And I posted on Instagram yesterday, all hail the mess that is 2020. <laughs> amazing i'm such a court i'm such a corny silly person but it's hilarious and you know what we have fun (laughs) thank you um so the for me the big thing was i if i wanted to stay if i only wanted money i would have stayed on wall street if i only was interested in money then i could have stayed in corporate for me this is more about mission this is more about heart this is more about actually helping people. Mm -hmm. I'm a very authentic person. And even as a salesperson, I was the odd one out because I refuse to sell people something that they don't need, number one, or two, something that's completely out of their price point and is going to make things ridiculously uncomfortable. I was the person who was like, all right, honestly, here's the higher package. But basically from what you've told me, you can get by with the basic one. Yeah. Like I I would actually tell people like, you don't have to spend money. And which was like the number one naughty no-no of what they (laughs) teach you in in salesperson school. Um, Always push for the upsell. And I'm just like, no. No, I just, I would feel bad about that because it's just like, 
it's just not like you said it's not being authentic it's not being yourself and it's just like you're reading off a script like you actually want to have that genuine connection with a person if you're trying to sell them something And, and the thing is like I am still a full believer in scripts but you should know your scripts and your basically your bare bones, your skeleton of what that conversation is supposed to be. You should know that in and out so that you can veer off script so that you can figure out exactly how to have a real conversation with somebody and help guide them through the buying process if they are the person who is a best fit for this. And and that's something that I teach um, both in the Build a Biz Academy uh, that's coming up, but with my one-on-one clients, it's a client interview it's not a sales call because it's a mutual interview if you are a salesperson and you're going to be trading your time and you're going to be working with them one-on-one this is a mutual interview to make sure that it's going to be mutually beneficial I cannot tell you how many times that I've gotten on the phone with somebody and could I have pushed them to make a financial contribution and actually decide to work with me yes but within a couple minutes of talking to them I realized what they needed was something completely different or I realized that you know what right this second I could give you the answer of paying me lots of money but that's not what you need right now and I would 100% push them in the right direction and tell them you know what you probably want to go check out this other influencer they actually have a better handle on that rather than what I do. Could I help you? Yes, a hundred percent. But if you're looking to do this, here's a person who actually is like a cornerstone on that. Yeah. And I've never had someone be upset with me for the fact that I'm not going to sell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Never had that. They were always usually surprised of the fact that, oh, that's awesome. Thank you for being a real person. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I will be on a phone with a client and be like, you know what? I love how you said about the client interview. It's a mutual interview because they're Mm going to invest some money in me, but I'm also going to invest time in them. So I want to make sure that it's going to work for both of us. And I had a meeting with this person who was just looking to get like market research, but it ended up being a sales call. I was like, I Mm. don't like that sneaky feeling because I don't want to get roped into something that's not going to work out for us, but you just want the money. And so that doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. And so I love how you said that because it's just so like, it's so comforting to know that there are still people out there who genuinely value relationships and like authentically being who you are. You know, there's more of us than you think, but I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Good. <laughs> there's more of us than you think. We, we will definitely touch on that. But um, when it came to me, the hardest part of being an entrepreneur and being a very authentic strategist coach, someone who wants to help, the frustrating part was two thirds of the conversations that I was having month over month, which was... I was having anywhere from 15 to 20 calls a month yeah, on average. And two thirds of them, if not three fourths of them were people who were willing to put in the work, but could not afford any sort of one-on-one help whatsoever. And it started to kick something up in my brain, probably about six months ish before 2020 hit. Okay. (laughs) I love how we're saying 2020 hit as if it's like a hurricane or something. <laughs> I mean, so true. <laughs> I mean, it's been a dumpster fire for sure, but <laughs> before 2020 hit, I love it. <laughs> before 2020 hit, about about six months prior to, I was like, okay, I need to start 
offering something else because only 1% of entrepreneurs, and this is the stat that we're given, only 1% of entrepreneurs are actually making it out of the first year of being an entrepreneur. Wow. And like, that's a ridiculous number, number one. And two, the thing that I would hear in the coaching world a lot is that if someone can't afford you, then they're not your client. Now, this is something that honestly, I have taught before and I do teach still of when you're first getting started, you don't have the bandwidth really in order to be able to service everybody. Mm-hmm. When you're first starting, you have to stay stuck on your prices because that's a mindset thing. You, a lot of times you'll undercharge just in order to get some money in the door. And so in order for your long-term success, you do have to stick to that in the beginning mm-hmm. of if they can't afford you, then they're just not your client because you can only service so many. Mm-hmm. Like it, you have to start thinking of yourself more as a boutique rather than like Walmart because oh, yeah, that's good. you only have like, for a service-based entrepreneur, how many clients can you actually work with at one time? Six, <laughs> maybe total. Yeah. If you're only looking for six people, you can easily meet a hundred people a week on social media. Mm-hmm. Like if you're only looking for six people, that's where like having the idea of a mutual interview, a client interview comes Mm -hmm. into play because you're only looking for six people. And if you sell somebody something and you undercharge yourself and they're not the right client, then they've taken somebody else's spot. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to really think about it as at the beginning. However, now that I'm a year and a half in at that point, I started thinking, it was like, I've got to do something else. I was feeling like that call, like that deeper, like heart, gut, like inside of my person push to do something else and to make it easier for people to actually see success in their business before they have to start investing big money. Because if only 1% of entrepreneurs are making it out of the first year, then it begs the question, who are the 99% being served by? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, like the 99%, who is, who is their client? Like who, who is the person that is servicing them? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And so for me, it's almost like a forgotten people's kind of thing because I mean, I started my business from unemployment checks. I understand the struggle of being on every single influencer's email list just to get all of their freebies to try to hodgepodge something together. I know the struggle of spending all of my time, like five or six hours on Pinterest doing research to find three or four freebies on the same topic to try to figure out the how behind the what, because that's what they tell you to give people in your free offers is tell them what to do. Do not tell them how to do it. Make them pay for the how to do it. But I've been in that position. I've been in that spot of researching for five or six hours, just trying to find which things are the same between these five things, which things are different, which things might, how can I do this? Just to get some money in the door to see if we have a viable concept before we actually start investing big money into it, Mm -hmm. right? So 
when 2020 hit, <laughs> I'm going to laugh every single time I say that for the rest of the year, actually probably for the rest of my life, because we're going to continue to talk about it. Oh yeah. It's going to be in the history books. That's scary. <laughs> so when 2020 hit, it actually enabled me to take a step back from my business because social media was going nuts. This was, this was probably around March before it really, really hit and started affecting me personally was in March. Um, so in February, I started feeling like this is now the time that you've got to take some time and figure some stuff out. And then March happened and several of my clients had to take a step back just because of finances. Absolutely. And so I took a hiatus for about three months or so and really took a look at what is it that I want to do? What is the change that I want to see happen here? And then that is where the Build a Biz Academy came in. Yeah. So ridiculously excited about this, but it is terrifying. The, the idea itself was terrifying of taking my high level program, the Build a Biz Method that I've spent two years building, developing, testing, and now taking it from a one-on-one program and turning it into a low-level membership that people can actually afford when they're Mm -hmm. in that time period of their business. Because anyone who's starting a business, especially now, but anyone who's actually starting a business online, it's usually to help fill in the gaps where their current income is not helping. Mm-hmm. is not able to cover. So you're doing it out of a place of need. You're doing it at a place of possibly desperation. Mm-hmm. You're doing it in order to get money in the door. You're not necessarily thinking that I want to go full-time with this thing right here. You're thinking, how do I find something that I can do online that will start bringing me in money? And if it continues to bring me in money, then I'll think about possibly going full-time with it. But right mm-hmm. now, I just need something to help me cover this bill. hmm So when I finally took the step back and really stepped back into that mindset and was like, you know what, there is nothing out there that does what I want to do. So I'm going to have to build it. Let me build the thing that I wish that I had access to when I first started my business. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. Of (laughs) Taking all of this high level strategy and turning it into a self-paced course membership platform where it's video lessons and workbooks upon workbooks because I'm a huge believer in the copy customized paste. Mm-hmm. People forget the customized portion because if you are going to see success in your business, you do need to model what people have done before you. They've paved the way. They were the pioneers. They've seen success with it. They're going to tell you how to do it. Sure. Copy it, but then customize it. It's got to fit you. It's got to fit your personality. It's got to fit the way that you work. It's got to fit your lifestyle. It's got to fit your message. It's got to fit you in order to work before you paste it so that into your life so you can see the levels of success that you want. Mm-hmm. So by scaling back and then digging down, oh, did my sound go? A little bit. You're good. Okay. I touched something. <laughs> my hands is working against me again. <laughs> um, but actually being like, all right, how can I make this applicable to almost anybody? Mm-hmm. How do I do this in order for anybody 
to be able to see massive value from this. And so this is the response to the overwhelming need for comprehensive business strategy and training on a budget mm-hmm. because there are tons of coaches out there who can help you with one-on-one support. But if you're not to that level and you just want to try and see if you can turn the skills that you already have into a business, you need something like this where you can learn on your own time, actually spend your time doing things that are going to turn you a profit. What are the foundational pieces that you actually need to be doing? If I was able to spend that six hours that I was typically spending on Pinterest into actually building the business itself, how much further would I be, Mm -hmm. right? How much further would all of us have been? Because when you get a job in corporate, you get somebody to shadow, you get somebody to show you here's exactly how to do this, 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 this. When you're an entrepreneur, the cool part is you get to figure all that stuff out for yourself. The hard part is you got to figure all that stuff out for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody to teach you how to do it. And it started feeling like you have to earn your way into conversation with the cool older kids who have done it before. And if you can't do it via your financial situation, you can't pay to be part of those conversations, then you've got to start seeing success in your business so that you've got the same level of success so that now this person is like a colleague of yours rather than someone who can teach you. And so I was never the person in high school who was like, get away from me, you (laughs) sophomore, you junior. Like when I was a junior in high school, I was the one who went and sat with the freshmen and like, all right, y'all pull up a chair. Let me teach you a few things because <laughs> I wish someone had done this for me. So it's really cool how this is like echoing that Oh yeah, um, of really building that up. But you were talking about earlier with wishing that there were more people who were authentic and that's where the partner program comes in. So mm-hmm. I wanted this to be bigger than just me and I wasn't expecting it to get as big as it has so quickly. <laughs> But this is really starting to become a community that is for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs, because there are so many of us that have that mission, who have that heart, who want to help quote the next generation of entrepreneurs to bring in some more lifeblood. Because Mm -hmm. if most service-based entrepreneurs are serving the entrepreneurial community, and then only 1% of us is making it through the first year, we need some more people to get money in their business so that they can actually spend it with us comfortably so that we don't yeah. feel guilty about the fact <laughs> that, we're, that we're charging what we're charging. And we just need some more lifeblood in here. So the partner program has blown up so much more than I was expecting because, I mean, you're, you're even a part of it. I am, uh, There's yeah. so many of us, right? Like yeah. there's so many of us who want to teach the younger generation to get them to the point of having true success so that we can work with additional entrepreneurs. Like I want with the build a biz Academy for this to break the system because the system itself is broken. I want to break the system so that it becomes so normal for people to be making money online and to have side hustles that it's not stigmatized anymore. It's not really seen yeah. as a risk. It's seen as, Oh, Hey, you're diversifying your portfolio and you've got multiple streams of income coming in. (laughs) Like, I don't know where that, like, 
you have to have a full-time job in order to prove that you're successful and have benefits came in, Mm-mm. but um, it's not true anymore. And so we might as well have several streams of revenue coming in. We might as well try Absolutely. and see what happens. Yeah. So that's where this is coming in is we want to create a very beautiful, safe space for people to try to build mm-hmm. your own business online and to see what could happen. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I like what you said about the whole like societal standards because so many of my friends are like, I need a job this summer and I don't know if I want to actually go to work, especially with COVID stuff. Like who wants to wear a mask all day long? Like standing there in a restaurant, like it's not, it's not it. And I was so, so often I'm like, you are organized. You are a good person. You have a personal relationship with people try virtual assistance, try this, you know? And they're like, no, like, I don't want to risk it. Like I, and I'm like, you would rather make minimum wage in a restaurant on the beach <laughs> than being at home from your computer, working on your own time. They're like, no, yeah, like I would. So I was like, okay. But it's so sad to say like only 1% of entrepreneurs make it past the first year. Like you said, like, what are the other 99% doing? Like who is there? to coach them along the way and that's why I'm so so happy that you came up with this build of this idea because I had no idea who does what I do until you actually start to build and get into the communities and actually like make it big to Mm -hmm. find the people that are going to be like your people that's why I so wish I had this (laughs) when I started doing this too so like I really really would encourage like everybody who's looking to start a business to check this out because I think it's gonna make it big for sure I'm like so yeah of course (laughs) it's it's one of those things of like it's it's extremely we want to make it extremely easy Mm -hmm. and completely remove the barrier for people to even start deciding whether or not they want to start their own business. So with the Academy, we want people to know that this is 100% mission. This is 100% heart. The partners who are part of this, they're doing guest trainings. We're going to teach you how do you do workflows? How do you, like, if you want to be a virtual assistant, like, why don't you hear from a virtual assistant what their day looks like? Why don't you hear from somebody who does the type of thing that you're thinking about doing 10 things that they wish that they had known before they started doing this particular thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I started advertising as far as like a cross promotional opportunity because like, obviously, you know, like the, the partner program is awesome (laughs) as far as really cool kickbacks that the kickbacks that you guys are getting and like the way that you're able to like nurture actually nurture your leads to the point where when they're ready to spend money here's the preferred vendors list of the people who actually believe in this who believed Mm -hmm. in you and made it possible for you to learn the things you needed to learn at such a low price with such low risk like there's a lot of really cool things that are in there, <laughs> but for the majority of it, most of the people that we're accepting as partners, like the only thing that I'm asking is that they're mission-minded like we are mm-hmm. and that they'll fit into the community, basically, of it actually being a community. There's like nothing out there that's truly co-collaboration like this. Yeah. And I'm like obviously freaking excited about it but (laughs) 
Like it's $35 a month for you to Mm -hmm. get in and to have access to workbooks upon workbooks, video lessons, step-by-step tutorials. Here's what button to click on these platforms to get this result that you want. Mm -hmm. Here's how to do it. Here's what we suggest. And to actually have people who are going to teach you how to do this and then present you with the different options of this might work for you if you have this type of personality. Mm -hmm. This might work for you if you want this type of business. And getting rid of a lot of the conflicting information that's out there, getting rid of a lot of the overwhelm of having to research to find the right information by giving it to you all in one spot. And so with having it be a $35 a month thing, Mm -hmm. most people would just kind of stop there and say that that's low enough. We're being generous enough for (laughs) you to have, you know, mastermind calls with me every month for you to have, um, like four trainings from guest experts on top of all of the coursework on top of having there's a affiliate program where you get 25% per person per month that you bring our way. So it's a viable source of income too. Most people would say that that's enough and they would stop there, but no, you get a seven day, (laughs) you have the access to a seven day free trial. Mm -hmm. And then we're taking it a step further. The first whole module, which actually teaches you how to build your own successful, lucrative business plan. What are your skills that can actually turn you a profit? How do you find your why? How do you set yourself up for success from the beginning by having a sales mindset with it? How do you monetize on all that? That first whole step one chapter, it has three different workbooks to it. It's got three different video lessons to it. And we're offering that for free. You don't even have to sign up for the seven day free trial. You can go check out right now and see whether or not the skills that you have are you're able to monetize on and what you would want to monetize on. It's Mm -hmm. not, and sometimes it's not even the things that you think that you want to do because you have so many more skills than you think that you do. You've been building this tool belt your entire life, but the things that you know how to do are so normal to you that you just don't think that anybody would pay for it because you don't mind doing it. That's not true because we all have different personalities. We all have different things that we're really, really good at. So the thing that you like to do that you don't mind doing that you would want to do for money, other people hate doing and can't wait to pay you to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So they don't have to. So we're giving you that option for free as well. And then on top of it, if that wasn't enough, there is a scholarship program in which all that we're asking you to do is copy and paste pre-written stuff that we've already done. Mm -hmm. Some of your channels spread the word about this and we will cover you for the month. And if you need it another month, we'll do it again. Like we want to get this information into your hands so badly Mm-hmm. That we want you to know this is about you. Right. We believe in you. We want you to be successful. And in fact, we hope you outgrow us. Mm-hmm. We hope you get to the point where you no longer need us. And if you love it and you want this to be a viable stream of income for you as well, become a partner. Mm-hmm. Become a partner. I have clients who have gone through the entire thing before, one-on-one clients, mm-hmm. who are like, I don't know if I would have really recommended somebody to do this at the $5,000 mark, but at $35, I'm going to make sure that all of my clients do this so that I can work with them better. 
because Absolutely. I'm having to help them understand and go through some of these things. Cause she's a designer and she's like, mm-hmm. if they don't understand their own brand voice, how am I supposed to help them build their website? Yeah. How am I supposed yeah. to? So by having something like this, that you can very easily point people to and say, you know what, go get some home training first, <laughs> <laughs> learn how to be part of this community and do it yeah. successfully. And in a way that is not slimy in a way that is very authentic, in a way that's easy to do it in a very organized way. Here's how to do things in what order, in order for you to be able to have all the foundational pieces you need in order to be able to make sales quickly, in order mm-hmm. to be able to get to the point where you're making good money with as little, over, little overhead as possible. Yeah. So we're ridiculously excited about this. And I keep using the royal we. (laughs) I'm writing all the content that way because it is bigger than just me. Like we have in two weeks, just two weeks of it being available for people to be partners. We already have almost 25 people in here. That's insane. And (laughs) and you're one of them who, (laughs) who believe in the mission of this because we believe in people. Yeah. Because we are heart centered, because we are mission minded, Mm -hmm. because, and we honestly, this is a passion project for me more than anything. This is a passion project because I want to take the first step and be the change that needs to happen. Absolutely. So that's that's going to set you apart. That's how it's going to set you apart because there's so many people that just want it for the money and not for the actual genuine connection. That's the word that keeps coming up today. It's the genuine, authentic connection. <laughs> yes. And that's, and that's honestly how I'm teaching them to sell. Yeah. How do you build an honest, genuine connection that turns into money so that you don't feel slimy while selling, so that you don't spam all of your friends and family so that they block you <laughs> because they're sick of seeing your stuff? How do you be an authentic person and still make money online? That's what we're teaching. Yes, <laughs> and I'm absolutely. so excited. I'm so excited because there are so many times that I'm just online and I'm scrolling and I'm looking at what all of my friends are doing um, and all of my biz buddies are doing. And then I'll see someone do something really spammy. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I want, I want to teach you, but I don't have like that relationship with you. So like, oh I yeah, just I can't slide like reach into out. their DMs. <laughs> I'm not going to slide up into somebody's DMs and be like, hey, I saw this post that you did. It was really creepy and slimy and you should not do this anyway, <laughs> anymore. Like, no, like you can't do that. But I'm so excited for how much this is going to change. And I'm so excited for how many people's lives we're actually going to be able to affect. And even if someone's getting into this and they only want to make an extra $1,500 a month, an extra $500 a month, this will teach you how to do that. If you want to actually get to the point of replacing your income, you want to get to the $5,000 mark, this will teach you how to do that too. Mm-hmm. It's all about how do we make this as easy as and foolproof as possible for people to Absolutely. do this. Mm-hmm. And that's where it is. That's what it I is. love it. I love it. So let's get into like the nitty gritty little details. Who is this, who is this for? Like what kind of entrepreneurs can do this? And um, when do you actually launch? <laughs> So uh, I'll ask you the second question first. Um, now, uh, <laughs> it's available now. Um, the founding member exclusive uh, bonuses and all of that stuff end on August 17th, which is a okay. Monday. Okay. Um, after that, obviously, it'll still be available, um, but it is currently available now. Mm-hmm. And we have steps one through two already done. So you guys don't have any context for what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. 
this is what it is right now is teaching you exactly what skills you have, how to monetize on them, and then digging into, okay, how do you set up your services, the things that you want to do for sale? How do you do that? How do you come up with your own brand voice? How do you do at least a little bit of branding and design so that people can see who you are and start to have that brand recognition? How do you figure out who your audience is? Yeah, how do you figure huge. out how do you figure out how to talk to them and still be authentic? How do you set up packages in a way that's going to be irresistible to your clients? How wow. do you price yourself so that you are taking into account all of your current expenses, how often that you want to work, and then figuring out what that looks like? How do you do that? You put it in the calculator is what you do. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I, I am 100% a believer that um, math should do itself. So we've got spreadsheets <laughs> and things like that and like ridiculous resources that we wish we had I'm that so will excited. actually calculate it all for you. Oh, um, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is basically for anybody who has either thought about starting their own business online or who has started a couple businesses and none of them have really panned out yet. Or if you've started a business, but you haven't hit the $5,000 mark. Right. So basically anyone who like, we would consider a biz baby mm -hmm. is perfect for this. So I, I will say that this is 100% for the queens, kings, and bi non, or non-binary sovereigns who 100% are work-minded. Uh -huh, work mm -hmm. And... Uh, because this is going to take work. Like all of the workbooks that are in here, they're comprehensive. Yeah. Everything that this is, this is not a get rich quick scheme whatsoever. This oh, is just yeah. refocusing your efforts into something that's going to turn you a profit faster. So it's still work required, but this is for anyone who wants to take the skills that they have and start making money off of them. So that you don't have to go back to school to learn anything. You can actually Good. take the things that you know how to do right now and turn that into a business. A lot of times people think that you need a new, like brand new shiny, like degree. No, no, <laughs> no, no. one online looks at your resume <laughs> at all. They don't yes, look at your resume. So <laughs> <laughs> there is no resume on the, in the entrepreneurial community. Like, oh no. Oh, it's no. literally just what do you do and like how do you do it <laughs> it's so true it's so true so people and are like they'll, they'll message me and be like do you do this i'm like yeah they're like okay you're hired i was like great sounds good <laughs> right like it, it's not like it's anything that you've known how to do before so we're gonna yeah. teach you step by step exactly how to do it and this is 100 percent for the people who want to try Right. Who want right. to try. This is for the people who want to see their income grow. This is 100% for the people who are more on that self-paced kind of thing where you can mm -hmm. kind of hold yourself accountable a little bit because this is, this is not like a one-on-one -on -one support thing where we're going to be checking in on you all the time. Yeah. No, this is self-paced on purpose because you have a busy life and like <laughs> <laughs> you need time to be able to go through this stuff. But we're going to make it as simple as freaking possible, but it does still require work. Good. So if you're, and that's not to scare anybody, but that's just to say like, you're going to be trading the type of work that you do. Yeah. Right. Is, right. is really what it is. And this type of work can be really rewarding. It can be very, very fulfilling. And like, 
there most days I get to the end of the day and I'm just like, what did I even do today? I, I feel like the I same. Today. <laughs> and then I actually look at the list of all the things I accomplished and I'm just like, I was extremely productive, but I don't oh. feel like I was working. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we love what we do. We really do. Because we've gotten the opportunity to craft our jobs around us. Absolutely. And our lifestyles and not the other way around. Because when you have a normal job, if you want to go make plans with your friends, you got to check your schedule first. You've got yeah. to like see if you can get the day off. You've got to, no. no. We've crafted these things around us and that's what we teach you how to do. Of How do you turn this into something that you love to do? How do you do it correctly so that you can have less failures? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Because honestly, business is a giant experiment. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's all about adaptation. It's all about trying new things. Like personally, this is the third iteration of my business and I've been at it for two years. So like, we want to give you the space in order to figure some of this stuff out. Just see if it works. Just try it. Like that's- You just have to try. Just you have just to try. Ha- like that's literally it. You just have to try. We're going to tell you exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it. All that you got to do is show up be yourself and be honest when you're building this business, when you're building the things for yourself. This is not about other people's expectations. This is not about obligation. This is not about what you feel like would be impressive to other people. Yeah. No, this is about you creating the life that you actually want. Absolutely. That is so motivating. I can't even tell you this. This is so motivating. I, it's funny because I put up a poll on my Instagram. I was like, what kind of people do you guys want to see on the show? And they're like, business owners, no matter what, because they want to see people creating the life that they want to live and doing it happily, authentically, and honestly. And that's just, that's you in a nutshell. And I love it. It really is. <laughs> I am so, so excited. First of all, that you got to come on the show today. It was so amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited about that. And I cannot wait for the launch. Are you getting people getting in and trying out your program? I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And I'm so happy that I'm part of the partner program because I'm like, yay, I love it. This is great. It's, it's <laughs> so exciting. And it's, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from this just even so far, and it's only been a few weeks, like yeah. the Build a Biz Academy did not exist in June and it's August. That's um, insane. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> and like, we already have like, how many modules do I have in there right now? 10? Oh, I wow. I think we've got 10 modules that are in there already for people to do. And we're going to continue to build this out. So mm-hmm. like there's two to four new modules coming out every single month on okay, top yeah. of all of the guest our expert trainings on top of uh, the monthly mastermind calls. So like, we're still building this. We're still creating this community. And like the thing that has been the most exciting to me is how much other entrepreneurs believe in this is how much, how many people who are out there who are mission-minded, who were like, you know what? I wish that I had this and yeah, 100% sign me up. I I Um, want to be a part of this. I want to help people. I want to actually be making a difference in people's lives. And so because we're curating this community, like it's such a safe space and it's such an amazing place to get started, to ask your questions, to really ask the nitty gritty stuff and 
the things that like nobody else actually like talks about, like how do you price yourself appropriately? You take everything into account. Like how, what are 10 things that you wish that you had known before you started working with clients? Yeah. We're going to go over that stuff so oh, yeah. that you are fully prepared and that you feel as confident as possible because confidence comes from experience. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have experience, then confidence comes from preparation. So yeah. we want to prepare you as much as freaking possible so that you can see the levels of success that are waiting for you. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so excited. This is so great. Ah, I love it so much. Oh my gosh. My, my, everybody's listening to this like, it's an hour long. <laughs> I know, but I love it. It's jam, jam, jam-packed with good, good nuggets of advice and stuff like that. So where can people find you and build this? Okay, so the build a biz academy.com. So it's biz as B I Z. Okay. <laughs> and there's the, the in front of it. There were a couple other people who were like, build a biz this, build a biz that. And like, they're all like dead links. <laughs> so it was just like, all right, the build a biz academy.com is ours. <laughs> um, also on Instagram at build a biz academy. Mm-hmm. And then myself, you can find me um, at Sierra.lene. Um, mm-hmm. It's spelled Lena, but it's Lene for reasons. There's a whole backstory, but we're, we're way over time. Um, <laughs> so that's me on Instagram. There's also the Passionately Ambitious Entrepreneur Group that's still mm-hmm. available. That's uh, for free that we have on Facebook. So we're, we're mostly kind of pushing people over more towards Instagram. Facebook is becoming a very kind of toxic place, I feel, mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of like inundated with a little bit too much noise. Oh, yeah. So for us being the authentic kind of community that we are, yeah. we're, we're really moving over to Instagram. Right. There are like things coming up as far as like blog and all that kind of stuff, but that's not available yet. Um, so the buildabizacademy.com at buildabizacademy on Instagram. And um, there's also like the link in the description to go f- like follow me and follow my personal stuff, yeah. which is literally just more about having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. That's so fun. So yeah, make sure you guys check out all the links down below. Um, everything will be there. Make sure I got everything not forgetting anything for you. Um, but I'm so happy you were able to come on this show. This is so much fun and yes. there will be, there will be more to come. Don't worry. You'll be back. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. I'm glad to have an open invitation question mark, I guess. <laughs> well, for you sure. Were. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've loved it. I've loved this. This has been so much fun. And I love obviously it. the connection is like, Oh yeah. Point, so yeah. oh yeah, for sure. This is awesome. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode and there will be so much more fun coming in the next few weeks. So yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Sierra. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.